You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And I'm really cold because there's an asshole of snow outside. Oh, how the tides have changed. Okay, to be fair, we're in our meat locker of a sunroom <laughs> that has no radiators in it. So, And we did just get buried with... Uh, an ass load. Two feet of snow. An ass load. An the ass scientific load <laughs> number of uh, inches of snow. It, it, we have so much snow in our... On the ground. Yeah, we have started to dig out. We can semi-see our cars. Oh my god, yeah. Our next house will have a garage. <laughs> I know, yeah, truly. And anyone in New England as well, or... I think they got hit really hard pretty much all across the country. Like, yeah. I don't think it was just us. No. I think it was on the move. Pretty so. well everywhere. God, we hope y'all survived too and yeah. started to thaw. And weren't trying to travel through air, because... Oh my god. Airports look just awful. <laughs> I know. I'm like, and our neighbor downstairs hasn't, I haven't seen her yet. And I'm like, oh my God, did she get like stuck? Is she stranded? Yeah. Yeah. Very I well don't could. know. I want to find out. But. Yeah. I don't know that there are many, between yesterday and like this morning, yeah. I don't know that a lot of flights were coming in or out. I know. And so we're obviously stuck at the house. There's not really much going out. No, it's looking a little better now. It's mid Mid-afternoon, yeah. yeah. So this morning was pretty horrible. Yeah, but the snow has stopped. I think they said it's moving off the coast this afternoon. Get so on. Get on out of here. Life will hopefully go back to normal instead of the snowpocalypse that <laughs> occurred. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Yeah. Well, but, good stuff. So we, we yeah. had our Thanksgiving. We we did. We went and visited Mary Mason. Yep. Now we're, uh, we're fast-forwarding to Christmas time. God, it's hard to believe that's already... But Christmas. high five. Yep. Shopping done. Yes. High five. Wrapping done. Yep. High five. We're just generally awesome. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. No, we do have our Christmas shopping done, and that yeah. is a feat in itself. <laughs> we technically were done before December 1st. We were it's done true. in November. That's really impressive for us. And I'm looking at my big pile of gifts now. Everything is wrapped. Everything is ready to go. We are doing Christmas with my family a little early yep. since we'll be with your family. Yep. Um, so we're going to Colorado for Christmas. Yep. Never been. To, yeah, no, you've never been. That's never right. Never been to Colorado. So we're going to Breckenridge, Colorado. Yep. So if we have any Colorado listeners or Breck people... If you want to send us any recommendations, we're kind of look. we want to do some spooky things while yeah. we're out there. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there's a few ghost tours that, you know, yeah. we can do. So we're That's definitely awesome. open to recommendations. Yeah. It's or anything just in general just that if we're in restaurants, restaurants yeah, that we should do or we should, we should go. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think that's going to be a really good trip. Yeah. And the question is, will our gifts make it all the way to Colorado? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The Hopefully. majority of the gifts that we have here are coming with us. We're going back to Maine this weekend yeah. just for the day. Round two. Um, to do Christmas with my family. Yep. Um, your your family's gifts are pretty... They're pretty like... They're tra- decent. Yeah. We, we can try them in a, in a... Even in our carry-ons, I think they'll fit. I think so too. There's only <laughs> one heavier one that I'm going to have to we'll ship, ship that. to yeah, the yeah, house yeah. so we don't have to do Look at us, it. like, look at us adulting. I know. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I've got returns to take back this week. Like, I've got shit to ship. Like, I, yeah. the snow has really put a dent in my agenda for the week. It really. Now everything has been pushed two days. <laughs> you know, I felt like a real adult this weekend when, like, usually when I get a receipt, I'm just, either I just, like, throw it away or just, like, shove it in my bag and I'm just like, eh, I don't it care. It goes to the recesses of my purse yeah, and it's, it's just, never seen from like, again. Like, I don't return things. I don't Oh, I just yeah. usually don't buy things. That's why we have so much shit in our house. Yeah. 
it's true, but I bought um, something that was expensive, and I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work or not. Like, I, like, mentally made a note, like, okay, put this receipt here, so if I need it, and lo and behold, I need to return it. It didn't work. And it didn't work, (laughs) and I was like... Is this like the step into adulthood? <laughs> like, it could be. I now save receipts. <laughs> First receipts, then fitted sheets. <laughs> and then we know we've made it. Um, we have a lot of fitted sheets. I don't know how to fold them. Kathy would I be. I like semi know how to fold them. Celeste so asked me to fold one the other day and it just. Crumpling it up does not count as folding. Now, my mother can put it in a square so sharp it'll cut you when you touch it, but we're not there yet. She would be ashamed if she saw If she saw me. I know. Full of finish sheet. <laughs> she's usually ashamed when she comes to our house because she's like, <laughs> in her mind, we're dirty. We're really not dirty people, but my mother is like, um, like, like on a new level of OCD clean. But in defense, we work 40 hours a week. So it's true. We do what we can. And homegirl's retired now. So she's, <laughs> she got a lot of time on her hands. She's like white gloving her entire house. I know. Meanwhile, I'm like, stop pooping on the floor. Like, no, we can get through a vomit free day. We're like, we're winning. <laughs> I know. In the South, we have a saying that cleanliness is close to godliness. And that was <laughs> always a really high held yeah. value up in our house. I think we both were very much held to like higher standards. Like, I always had to make my bed. Yep. We yep. never could have dirty dishes in our room we could never we never really were allowed to eat in our room that was when we were like yeah older we could bring like a snack yeah we weren't like just having meals no in our bedroom no no way no 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 dishes had to be put away you couldn't just leave your dish at the sink yeah you know you were expected to contribute most mostly keep your room clean that's your area you keep it clean bed needs to be made i know and now i think back to every time i bitched about it and i'm like you know what like a bitch wasn't paying rent. Like, what was I complaining about? Like, <laughs> Meals were made. Dishes were usually done. Mm. All I had to do was put my laundry in a in a basket, and it would just magically disappear. Like how fucking hard is that? And put magically, your clothes in a freaking basket. Well, I guess I'm saying that, but the clothes still magically go in a basket and magically disappear. Like, yeah, <laughs> back in. I don't do laundry, but you like and no. you like doing laundry. I do like doing laundry. It's cathartic. For me and slightly therapeutic, so I oh I hate it. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I hate putting away laundry. I like doing. Oh, it. see, I would rather do that. Oh, see, no, I like the the process of doing it and making sure it's all nice and clean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> Adulting, <laughs> Adulting. <laughs> super adult things here. Oh, uh, well, good stuff. So I guess we've rambled. Yeah, we bored them enough. <laughs> yeah, they're Let's like get okay. to get to the fucking point. <laughs> Uh, so we today, we're going to go a little different on a little yeah. kind of different adventure. It's a cool topic though. I'm like excited it's about definitely this one. Paranormal. It's got paranormal roots to it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about kind of dreams and yeah. things that happen kind of mm-hmm. mostly at night. Yeah. And that's, I think dreams are, it's a inherently paranormal topic because you know, we, there's so much we still don't know about yeah. them, and that makes it paranormal because it's unknown. Right. It is. It is. The more I was kind of researching this, the more I was like, I want to be like a sleep doctor, somebody that like studies dreams, though. Like, yeah. Specifically. What that, what's that called? What is a dream doctor? I'm going to Google it. I don't think it's a dream doctor. Or would it be a sleep doctor? I think a dream doctor is like a psychiatrist <laughs> or a psychologist. Right? And everyone's like, y'all both fucking need one. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Yes, we do. Uh, Are you looking it up? It says, what is a dream doctor called? Dr. Dream. Oh, it does have a, the scientific study of dreams. Ooh. On neurology. 
Can I see it? Yeah. On neurology? On neurology. There's the Greek pronunciation. I'm like, that's not helpful. No. (laughs) That's pretty Um, cool. Yeah, so you can really just study dreams. Dreams. That's what I want to be. Because it's really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. What the hell was I doing? (laughs) Speaking Spanish? Speaking Spanish. That's what I was doing. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, dreams are pretty interesting. We don't really know why. We dream. We dream. We Mm -hmm. don't really know why we sleep. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of unanswered questions there so i think it kind of makes it for a kind of spooky topic like yeah and i your body just like shuts off and like magically wakes back up have no idea what's going on at all and then you wake up and you're like oh it's like you semi-die but then you like (laughs) magically get (laughs) it's like eight hours later and you have like no concept of time no yeah it's weird that is really weird and i feel like we've gotten a good couple of like topics within it so yeah i think we got a lot of material yeah i think so too um, so, I mean, obviously, like we said, scientists have definitely tried to figure out, like, mm-hmm. why we sleep, why we dream. Sure. Um, there's also very, there's a lot of different types of dreams, as you know. Yep. Sure. Um, so there is a technical definition, um, of dreams, and that's a subconscious imaginings that contain sounds, images, and other sensations while you sleep. Uh-huh. Um, so, obviously, we both have had a lot of dreams, but... Oh, sure. What I think is really weird is that, like, even after you dream, a good dream, a bad dream, that you feel the effects of it after. Like, when you wake up, you oh, can still be yeah. really sad or really scared, even though, like, you wake up and you're like, that was a dream. It didn't really happen. You still yeah. feel that even, like, for hours or, like, days at a time. Like, yeah. man, that dream, like, really fucked me up. Yeah, no, they it definitely can. It's just odd. Like, it's not real. And it's real. all in your brain. You're like, yeah. you fucked you up. Yeah. Like... <laughs> As my therapist would tell me, like, you <laughs> fucked you up. And I'm like, I fucked me up. And Dang it. <laughs> I fucked me up real good. Yeah. I mean, truly, though, it's just such an odd thing. If you really sit and think about it, it's, yeah. it's a really odd thing well, just, that we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it just shows the disconnect between, like, your conscious and your unconscious mind. Like, yeah. you know, your, like, conscious mind doesn't realize that this is all going on, but your unconscious is affecting you so yeah. directly. The fuck? I know, it's bizarre. <laughs> it is bizarre. <laughs> oh, so when do we dream? It's mostly during your... When you're sleeping. When you're sleeping. <laughs> Unless you daydream, though. Oh, another topic. Ooh, it's tr- I do Ooh. a lot of daydreaming. <laughs> um, but it's mostly during your REM cycle, uh-huh. rapid eye movement. Um, I, I put in my notes that Celeste, like reading this. Celeste is perpetually in a REM cycle because she rolls her damn eyes and <laughs> <laughs> But... <laughs> but not really because I'm like literally never asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't sleep at all. Mm-mm. I'm practically nocturnal. I fall asleep so early and I'm like thinking it's like the middle of the night, you know, getting ready to wake back up. Like, Celeste is still, I'm like, oh, you're already awake? <laughs> I haven't even gone to sleep yet. <laughs> That's when I'm like, great, roll back over. I'm like, I know Night. I got a solid like probably four or five more hours. Yeah, it's when I watch all the movies and stuff that I know Caitlin would like hate to watch. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, what, uh, another part that I found really odd is like, I know when we both try to explain like, oh, I had a really weird dream and you like try to explain it. It's like, we were, you know, at my Graham's house, but it wasn't my Graham's house. Yeah. Like, you know that like, okay, it's her house, but like, it's a house that you've never been in before. Right. Like your brain like validates like, yeah, like, validates yeah, these things. Like yeah. Like it's, it's her house, but it's not her house. But when you're saying it out loud, you're like, wow, that made like no sense. <laughs> like, why are you just dumb in your mind when you're dreaming? 
Because, like, right. you just know it's not it's true. her house. And, again, I think it's because that, you know, conscious mind is turned <laughs> off. That can yeah. say, like, oh, wait, <laughs> something wrong. Yeah. Random fact that you told me about one time that I never yeah. knew was that your your brain can't make up, like, a face that it's never seen before. No. So when you see a face... You've or seen someone that in a person. dream, even if you have no idea who it is, you've seen that person somewhere. Which makes it more terrifying when you think about nightmares. And if you see someone that's really scary, like you've seen them before. Yeah. <clears throat> but maybe, maybe what? you've seen them in your dream. Maybe you're on like another plane somewhere when you dream. Maybe like an alternate reality. Yeah. Even. And you've seen them like there. Yeah. Or maybe in a past life. Maybe you Ooh. saw them in a past life and it sticks with you. We're getting off script here, but. Ooh, I- <laughs> past life. We got to do. We should do an that's, episode on those. That would that's be cool. Really, really interesting yeah. too. Ooh, hot. Ooh, theory. listen. Look at us go. Cracking it open. <laughs> um, Doctor Dream. Doctor. <laughs> oh, that would be my name, Doctor Dreamy. Doctor McDreamy. Let me get crazy out of me. Uh, a, a boss that I worked for when we lived in Charleston. Um, his son-in-law was an oh, yeah. anesthesiologist, and he had the perfect name. Dr. Goodnight. Goodnight. <laughs> I know. That's a really cool name. My, Jeff was, my dad was like gypped of a good anesthesiologist <laughs> name. <laughs> Just Dr. Seymour. <laughs> yeah. Merp. Boring. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so I kind of brought the dreams into, you know, I like to take things to the dark side. Of course you do. So yeah. I, I kind of did like bad dreams. Okay, fair. And there's three Happens. levels of them. Yeah. Huh. I have a lot of bad dreams, I yeah, feel. Yeah, you do. Like, well, now you've done better since we... Selenite. We are not that crunchy of folk, and I'm not dissing anyone. Listy is... Listy. Lindsay. Listy. Lindsay is like a crystal goddess, yeah. so we're not dragging anyone on it. But no, whenever she, we have a question, we, we're like, Lindsay. Our like, head witch in charge, we like contact. <laughs> but um, ever since you got the selenite and have been, you've kept it by your bed. Yeah, I'm like, I, I haven't had a bad dream since. Yeah. yeah. So if you're having bad dreams, get you some selenite. Get some selenite. Yes, absolutely. Um, so... There's three levels of bad dreams, okay. right? So there's just a bad dream, yeah. Um, and it really happens in any cycle of sleep, not just mm-hmm. REM sleep, okay. Um, but these are typically like they're either sad or they're scary. Um, you don't typically wake up; mm-hmm. you pretty much sleep through it. And sometimes you remember, yeah, when you wake up, and sometimes you don't. Or you're like, I think I had a bad dream last night, and then you say like, What happened? You're like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't really remember. Let me know. Um, then you can do the step up, and mm-hmm. that's a nightmare. Okay. Um, so a little bit more. Your heart rate increases. Um, yep. These are usually during your REM cycle. Okay. Um, they do happen more often when you are stressed or anxious. Fair. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. Um, yep. <laughs> and like, come on, brain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm already anxious and stressed. So like, you scare the shit like, out of me? Like, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Like, just go ahead and steamroll me here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you can be prone to them. Um, small children often have nightmares. Yep. Um. They sure do. I, I guess the world is a scary place, so everything is scary to them. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Um, and then we get to, like, the big mamma jamma. Okay. And those are night terrors. Oh, yeah. I've never had a night terror. I did when I was, I don't remember having them, but my mom mm. said when I was probably three, I would have them. Interesting. And she said, like, the key, like, defining factor about a night terror is that, like, usually it's young children, mm-hmm. and they don't remember them, per yeah. se, but the, the scary part for them is that they often have a hard time waking up. Yes. So they'll just be screaming and thrashing, and, mm-hmm. like, the parent has to basically kind of soothe them awake, but um, yeah. it's kind of like once they wake up, they're fine, and, yeah. you know, I had them very common. 
You just issue. did my entire segment there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it is. It often is um, young children. Um, also, um, what I found interesting with like nightmares and um, night terrors yes. is that night terrors often don't happen in a REM cycle. You're not in huh. a REM cycle when they happen. Interesting. Um, and like you had said, they're well, they're the least common type of dream. Okay. Which I understand. I've never had them. I've had nightmares and mm-hmm. bad dreams. And yeah. Um, so like you said, they thrash around, they jump, scream, um, and they also cause sleepwalking. Like you had said. Oh yeah. And, I was and they a look very much awake. They look like they're yep. They're up doing something and. You either can't wake them or, like, they're just doing, like, unexplainable things. Yeah. They just don't, you don't get. Um, and they don't usually remember them, which is really odd. Like, it is odd. If you're going to have a night terror, you'd think, like. You'd remember you'd it. You'd remember it. But, nope, typically don't. Um, I wonder if there's a connection between dreams that you have in REM that are, like, more, re- like, right. memorable. Like, is that connected, I wonder, to memory in any way versus, like, non-REM? Right. Dreams. But yeah. like, what is, the, I don't know. These are, there's so many, I just need to be. If you're a dream doctor. A dream doctor. <laughs> we um, need you. Yeah. I mean, I just found that very interesting that that was the only one that wasn't occurring during, you know, a REM cycle where nightmares and bad dreams and other typical just normal dreams yeah. do. Absolutely. Yeah. That is, that's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I don't, I learned more about bad dreams and nightmares and night terrors. <laughs> you ever needed to know. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready for some, I've got some info as well. Let's go. Okay. So I kind of looked back at the kind of the background and significance of dreams and, um, you know, we, we've been dreaming as long as there have been people on earth. So, um, you know, we have documentation that goes all the way back to ancient Egyptians who Mm -hmm. believe that dreams are actually communications from, um, their gods or even prophecies. And that that was the way that they could communicate with these, um, Mm -hmm. you know, beings was through dreams. So we've always had an interest in them. Um, But it wasn't until 1899 that people actually began to study dreams and try to decode them. That wasn't even that long ago. No. I mean, (laughs) it's fairly recent. Yeah. So that kind of led me to talking about um, Sigmund Freud. Yes. He's a very well-known name in, obviously, psychology. (laughs) Yeah, psychiatry. And he had a lot of... Now, mind you, I'm not fully on the Freud train because he had a lot of <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty wild um, ideas, mm-hmm. but his dream theories were very interesting. Um, basically, Freud was all about like repressed feelings. The fact that like we have our conscious mind, but we repress things that come out like, you know, it, the term Freudian slip. When you accidentally say something, he thought that was a sign of you're having some kind of repression trying to come forward. Mm. Right? Interesting. Yep. Yeah. And he thought dreams were the <clears throat> ultimate way of like showing what those repressed feelings were hmm so it's like that saying like a um so or a drunk <laughs> mind tells like a sober heart or something like when you're oh like, yeah shit face and like you just like confess your love to your ex yeah <laughs> like drunk like, drunk actions or sober thoughts yeah 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 like there that. you go yeah yeah it's like that but you know, yeah I don't think that theory is is true, but I think it just means you're shit faced, <laughs> wailing. You just need love. <laughs> you just need Taco Bell, and you need to go to bed. That's what you need. Um. Um. But anyways, yeah. No, that's what. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So in Freud's mind, you know, the the conscious mind and the subconscious were two separate things, mm-hmm. and the subconscious would continually try to throw these repressed feelings out, and a lot of times these came through in the form of dreams. Okay. So because of that, he believed that dreams were very symbolic of these repressed feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't believe like, you know how there's dream dictionaries. Like if you dream about teeth, it means this. Yeah. 
he didn't really believe in that. He thought that, like, the symbolism was very personal, which I kind of agree to. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a story where he, I read that he, like, really hated his, like, I think it was either his mother-in-law or his sister. I think it was an in-law. I can't remember. Okay. Um, And she always had... I think she liked dogs, had a dog, something to do with a dog, and he had a dream once that he was strangling, not funny, strangling a little white dog. Oh. And in his mind, he realized it probably symbolized this person. That's mean. It's mean, but it just shows that, you know, just because you had a dream that you were strangling an animal doesn't mean you're a killer or you want to kill an animal. Right, right. There are symbols behind that. Yeah. So he was Hmm. very much a big believer in that. And I mean, I tend to agree. I think... You know, I, I could see how those kind of things we push to the back of our brains kind of come up when we're kind of at our least, mm-hmm. like on our, I don't know, most vulnerable state. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that is kind of a background. I also did, and I don't know if you want to jump in or if you want me to keep moving. Uh-huh. I decided to also tackle a more dark aspect of sleep, Ooh. and that is sleep paralysis. Scares this scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> the fuck out of me. It reminds me too of that. Um, you've explained it to me before when you're going under um, sedation. Yes. And your body can't move, you can't talk, but you like feel everything. A locked in a box syndrome. Yeah. Also scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sleep paralysis. I've had one instance of sleep paralysis. Okay. Um, I didn't have any hallucinations or I right. didn't see anything. I was laying in our bed. Yeah. Just normal. And I went to like move my arm and I just felt so heavy. And I just remember being like trying to focus on like my breathing, but I was like, I can't move yeah. anything. Huh. And then it kind of like, I transitioned from, I felt like sleep, but... Then I was like, okay, I'm really in my room, mm-hmm. and I could, like, move, and I slowly was able to, like, like I started, like, yeah, moving my hands huh. and things, but it was it was really odd, but it was also a really weird transition from, like, what I think, I think I was sleeping, so, like, and then waking up, and that's why I was, like, slowly moving. Yeah, that, but you never saw anything, like, nothing scary. Never saw anything, I was just in our room. I'd be fine with that, like, I'd be all cool if, like, I kind of can't move for a bit, but, like, <laughs> it's the seeing shit. Yeah, no, like, no, I didn't fan. see anything, but it was pretty terrifying for yeah. a minute. It's true, it is, it's de- it's definitely scary. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a... Tell me about it. <laughs> there's a documentary I, I like, do and don't want to watch, because I've heard it's really scary, called The Nightmare, uh-huh. that's all about sleep paralysis and, like, Ooh. how it works, so I, I do want to watch it, I've just heard the reenactments are, like, really fucking scary. <laughs> so I'm working myself <laughs> <Maybe> not. <laughs> up to it. Um, so a few things about sleep paralysis, it's actually more common than you think it is, mm-hmm. There are more than 3 million cases a year of this. And um, I didn't realize this, but there's actually a couple, there's two like main categories of sleep paralysis, right? Mm -hmm. um, Often you think of it as kind of like one lump experience, but there is sleep paralysis when you're falling asleep. And then there's sleep paralysis when you're waking up. And I've heard the waking up is the more I was going to say, is there a difference? Is there... Um, other than the fact that one's when you're falling asleep, one's when you're waking up, I think it affects different parts of your brain because it's called when you're falling asleep and this happens, it's called, um, hypnagogic or predorminal sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. When you're waking up, it's called hypnopompic or postdormital sleep paralysis. I gotcha. So I think it's just, my guess is the different parts of the brain that are being active being during those yeah, cycles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 
Obviously, this occurs when you're transitioning either in or out of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they think it, like what causes it is when a person is cycling, especially from like what you were talking about, REM to non-REM sleep yeah. in that process of waking up. Sometimes it's like your brain is waking up before your muscles are because, you know, part of the sleep process is that your brain does essentially paralyze you. Yeah. Because otherwise we'd all be up and running around. Um, (laughs) It's important that that happens. But it's kind of like sometimes there's misfirings as we're waking up. Yeah. So our brain kind of turns on before our body does. Mm -hmm. And that's what causes these hallucinations. Um, And what I read, too, is the fact that, you know, if your brain is waking up before your body, there are certain areas of your brain that haven't been activated yet. Mm -hmm. And I read one of those actually controls your perception of bodies like when you see someone this is the the part of the brain that's saying okay i see a person they look normal Mm -hmm. that part apparently is inactive when this is occurring so this is why people report seeing like distorted figures because it's inactive and it's not giving you that regulation that you need scary like yeah that's really that's terrifying it is no thank Um, you yeah (laughs) yeah And uh, the crazy thing is, this has been going on for a really, really long time. The first, one of the earliest documented cases of this comes from the 17th century. Oh, wow. Um, A Dutch doctor said he had a 50-year-old woman who was in great health, but she claimed every night as she fell asleep, she was held down by the devil and wasn't able to move. Oh. Of course, they were probably like, witch. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Witch. (laughs) But now we know this was probably sleep paralysis. paralysis. So this is not new at all. Um, so do you want to know kind of what happens with the hallucinations yeah. or do, would you like to jump in? No, I, I had a little funny, but the moment has kind of passed when you were saying like, we'd all be up running around if like, <laughs> we weren't like knock the fuck out every night. What is, were you going to say? <laughs> you know, in Step Brothers, the movie when they're up yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, like he puts the couch pillows in the oven (laughs) like the the coffee and they're just like shaking it oh yeah it's just that's what I picture everybody just doing at night were you ever a sleepwalker never really see Mm -hmm. I was a really bad sleepwalker you went to the circus (laughs) I did my mom caught me one night like running up I it was scary too because I could like unlock doors yeah that's terrifying and she came and found me one night and she's like where are you going I'm like I'm going to the circus. And she's like, well, the circus is down here. And I was like, okay. So I just followed her, fell back asleep. Went back to your, yeah, to your bed. Multiple times. I kind of grew out of it as I've gotten older, but yeah, yeah, it's fucking scary. Gabby did it once too with her eyes wide open. And I like mm -hmm. about shat my panties, like, right. I was like, but I wonder if that's considered like a night terror though. Like you're not having like a nightmare, but like you don't remember it. Maybe. She didn't seem like upset, but yeah. She was just kind of like hanging out there. And I'm like, girl, get your ass back in Go that bed. Go to bed. Yeah, shut your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, continue. All right. So as far as when this does happen, obviously, it's one thing if you just can't move. It's another thing if you see a scary fucking creature in the corner of the room <laughs> who's trying to get you. Yeah. So um, there's kind of three categories people put these hallucinations in. Okay. Um, one is just the general feeling of a bad presence. Mm-hmm. The second is, um, it is called an incubus. So it's something, not a succubus. <laughs> I think that's a sex demon, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I've never heard of that. A succubus? No. Oh, I yeah, thought you were yeah. saying a succulent. 
It's a succulent. <laughs> you wake up and you're like, shit. It's a fucking There's succulent. A succ- <laughs> that succulent was not there when I went to bed. I swear to God. <laughs> also, though, kind of creepy is like Venus flytraps, I think, are very interesting. Ooh, yeah, they are creepy. They're not succulents, but like they eat shit and like, rah. Feed me some more. <laughs> We're famous. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, so an incubus is the sensation of something pushing down on your chest or holding Ooh, you down. I like that. And that's been very commonly described. In the South, we call that the boo hag. <laughs> the or, boo hag's on you. Or Mishka. Or the cat. The 30-pound cat is on top of you. We've both had the experience of thinking we're having heart attacks, and it's, it's just it's Mishka. Just Mishka. <laughs> yeah, you just have to shove him off of you. Um, and the final... Category is, it's called vestibular motion, which means an out-of-body experience. So people are paralyzed, but they feel like they're able to get up out of their bodies. Kind of like astral projection, it sounds mm, like. Interesting. And those are usually, there are positive experiences with sleep paralysis. They're very rare. Uh-huh. But this vestibular motion seems to be the common, like, theme. Interesting. It makes sense, because I'm like, if I can get up out of my body, I'm going to get the I'm fuck a, out of there. Like, I'm running. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out. Bye, body. I'm gone. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> I am a head out. <laughs> I am a head out. Like, I'm, I'm, out. I'm out. There's a succulent a in my out. room. I got to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously, we you can tell this already, but basically, even though your body is not moving, people say they have visual experiences, they see things, they, mm-hmm. have, they can hear things. Um, they have been touched, like the feeling of someone pressing down oh, on oh, you. Oh, oh, uh, uh. Even in some cases, smelling things like, mm. and a ghost poot, a ghost poot. That's the worst. <laughs> You've been held down and a ghost is pooting <laughs> raunchily in the bedroom and you just cannot escape the ghost poots. Uh. <laughs> um, and generally people just say they feel this impending sense of doom, dread, panic. It doesn't seem like a good feeling. Yeah. None of them. I, I don't want any of them. Yeah. Doesn't, um... Seem like a pleasant way to no, wake up. Um, not really. And the creepiest one I read too was there were some people that claim that whatever they see can manipulate, if they're sleeping in the bed with someone, can manipulate the person beside them. Ooh. Like one woman said when she has it, like her husband looks like he's smiling and like laughing at oh. her. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh, you better no. be glad I don't have control of these arms because you get these hands. <laughs> punch you square in these the face. These hands are I'm coming. Sorry. If I got a succulent like, coming at me and you yeah. start smiling and laughing, you're going to get fucking throat punched. You're going to get these hands. <laughs> you're going to get these hands. Once I can move them, you're going to get them. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. That is the gist of sleep paralysis. Yeah, mine was very, very, very vague and not long lasting and. You weren't smiling or laughing. You were dead asleep <laughs> next to me. So. Good. Well, I'm glad I wasn't smiling or laughing. I no. give you permission to slap shit out of me. <laughs> well, I would never do that, but good to know. If I'm like good grinning evilly at you. Like, <laughs> next time that I'm really pissed at you and you're sleeping, I'm just going to like lay one on you. <laughs> like, I had sleep paralysis. <laughs> Bitch, you was grinning. You was grinning and it did not look right. <laughs> I had to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> slap it back. Slap some sense. Slap that ghost right out of you. Slap that succulent right out of here. Exactly. Right out Get the out window. Of here. Get out of here. Oh, good stuff. That was, yeah, that's terrifying. That's, I don't ever want that. 
No, like, I don't either. And I know we're, you know, kind of making light of it, but in all honesty, if you do have these experiences, we're not making fun of that. Um, no, I, I fully believe this does happen. And terrifying. I, if you have the, if this has happened to anyone, please tell us about it because, yeah. you know, I'd like to hear some really personal accounts, but, mm-hmm. um, no, it is, it sounds like there's not, you know, I also looked, is there anything you can do to keep it from happening? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the really, there's not a real answer. Basically, um, a regular sleep schedule seemed to be the main culprit for causing this. Ooh. Yeah. I'm good then. <laughs> You'll be all right. You I'll just sleep all, right. all the time. <laughs> I'll just sleep through it. <laughs> exactly. So just sleep on a regular schedule and don't sleep on your back because that has been said to be a very common. Oh, interesting. I'm good there too. Cause I sleep right yeah. on my belly. I know, and not let you let me even sleep on my back because I snore really wicked when I do that. I so just evil I you. I, I'll, I kick you. Get over. <laughs> or just huff and like thrash around in the bed and you find later so like. Argh. I know. <laughs> Don't you be grinning at me. <laughs> we love each other. I swear. I swear we're actually married. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, I found something that. I really just saw the name and just liked it. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of dove in there. Um, yep. Have you ever heard of exploding head syndrome? Ooh, I have, but this is a really interesting topic. It is, and I I was just a little disappointed when your head didn't actually explode. I know. It's a very uh, deceiving name. I thought, like, maybe, like, you were dreaming that your head exploded or, like, other people's oh, heads exploded. Maybe. Yeah, I like, can see that. That's why I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Not that this isn't cool, but I was slightly it's disappointed. It's not that, like, boom. No. Like, no but it goes boom. Up. It does go boom. It I, does this has go happened boom. to me. I have something similar that often happens, but I don't I don't think it's this, but that's terrifying. Yeah. So Yeah. It's we're gonna get a little sciencey here. I'm gonna put my my science degree to to right, work. Dr. It has Caitlin. nothing to do with teeth. <laughs> get them, Dr. So, Caitlin. <laughs> Tell um us. so it's basically being awoken by a loud Bang. Okay. Typical. Happens. Loud noise, yeah. We have cats. We wake up often to loud bangs. Yeah. Except these are unexplained. Okay. Um, there's no gunshots. There's no cars backfiring. No um, sound is actually No like, sound. Yeah, people get up and think a shelf fell or well, a car like backfired. Their house is getting broken into. Or, yep, someone, um, you know, a lot of people describe it as like someone playing an electric guitar like, like, right, by, right the by their face. Weird. And none of that happens. Um, and you wake up and it jumps you and it startles you. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, okay, what the fuck was that? Was that? Yeah. Um, so the exploding head syndrome was termed by a um, doctor named J.M.S. Pierce. Okay. Um, so to explain it, kind of, it, when you go to sleep, you're, we've like we said earlier, you're losing... The ability to do pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're losing kind of like your sight. Off. You're losing your hearing. You're Ooh. losing like your ability to do kind of right anything consciously. Your conscious is just gone, pretty much. So, um, this part of your brain that is responsible for doing that is the reticular formation of the brainstem. Okay. So this is kind of what's shutting everything. Um, so it's off. like your control center, right? Okay. And it's just slowing down and saying like. 
Hey, we're going to bed now. Come to the dark side. <laughs> Good night, little one. It's like me checking our gas burner at night when I'm like, off, 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 <laughs> off, 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 off. Um, That's your reticular formation, like shutting your ass down. No, no, no. We're going to sidetrack here. We're going to sidetrack so hard. This is Celeste's nighttime routine. Yeah, we have... Well, we do have six burners in two, like, ovens, and it's got a griddle. There's probably a solid, like, ten. It's a big-ass oven. It's a huge, but there are ten buttons. There's a lot so of shit. So there's a lot, but, like, that, she's very honest with <laughs> She's off, 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 off. No, but the best one is in our guest bedroom. <laughs> we had, <laughs> we had, used to have a small little refrigerator, because if you know us at all, we, we've got four cans right here of Chris seltzer water. <laughs> LaCroix. Sponsor us, LaCroix. Or Polar. <laughs> or Polar. Worcester right next okay. door. Um, we love seltzer water. Oh, and yeah. we drink a fuck ton of it. Seltzer. <laughs> um, so instead of, you know, this is how like bougie we are. Instead of like having to walk downstairs in the night. Like, Our lazy asses had to We need a fridge, fridge upstairs. <laughs> so we got a mini fridge, right? So it's it's loud, and I'm a very light sleeper. I sleep a lot, but I'm, I, I wake up very easily. Yeah. And so, like, the ticking and humming of the refrigerator stressed me out right mm-hmm. next to my bed. <laughs> yeah. So we put it in the guest room. So if you're staying at our house, so, well, now we moved it again. But okay, this yeah, is where the fun part now. comes. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Was, <laughs> this is really mean. Well, you're kind of funny. <laughs> Your brain stem ticks a little different. My particular formation <laughs> ticks a little too much. <laughs> So it used to be right next to the bed. Yeah. And Celeste does, she's a very anxious person to begin with. So I understand the anxiety of she would take the covers and next to the bed up. and flip it up because In she didn't want to start a fire. Right. The cloth next to the... Everything's going to start a fire in my brain. <laughs> yes. So, we love to rearrange things, and in one of our rearrangements, we moved the mini fridge to... The office. The office. Yep. No beds. No cloth, no nothing in there. So mean. So, this is an attack. This is an attack. I'm I'm fully aware what of what I'm doing. I'm a roast of Celeste. <laughs> I am not even fucking kidding. Every morning I get up and she has gone in there in the night and pulled the blanket up. Do you want to know what's next to the bed on the side that she pulls up the blankets? <laughs> Fucking nothing. It's just There's a habit. <laughs> there is nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is gonna set on fire? Here? I don't know. It's just like now I feel like if I don't do it, the house will like inevitably burn down. There's nothing there. It's my OCD, like there's nothing in. there. I know. I didn't. Say and my OCD sense. stresses out because like the bed is like half unmade because she's flipped it all over and I'm like it's not even there anymore. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna reel that one back in, Roast but I over. had to. I had to. It's I had to burn you on there. It's mean as hell. Oh, okay. Exploding head syndrome. My head is gonna explode no, after this. The succulent <laughs> gets you. Or my head explodes, and or your head explodes. That's... Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So why does this happen? Why do we hear these loud noises? Well, we don't really know. Um, JMS Pierce is kind of the guy that like studied this and has the most information on it. Um, So he's saying that this reticular formation of the brainstem, when everything's kind of shutting down, um, either there's a misfire in the neurons, kind of like sending that signal um, or it's delayed. Um, So instead of it shutting down, they all can just go boom at once. Like, and it makes everything and it boom wakes. And then it wakes you up. Yeah. Interesting. 
kind of weird. Kind it is of really odd. weird. Yeah. Not a whole lot of information on it. Um, but it's tell hard me, to study. Yeah. Tell me, like, your experience with it. Yeah, I mean, it's happened like a few times, maybe, but usually for me, it sounds like either like a bang, like something's hit the floor, and usually I wake up thinking like someone has broken into our house, mm-hmm. so it scares the shit out of me, but. Sometimes it kind of sounds like a gunshot to me. Yeah. Like, it sounds different for different people. Yes. But it's just, it's very quick, and as soon as I'm awake, it's like, it's gone, and it's just, it's so strange. Now, like, when you wake up from that, did you feel like you had to get up and explore, like, yeah, what it like was? Yeah, Or were you just like, oh, that was, like... Um, I guess now, since it's happened before, like, I kind yeah. of figure out what it is, but, um, yeah, generally, you, I really wake up thinking it's, like, external to me. Interesting. I think yeah. the closest that I've ever had to that was sometimes I hear like a really like a really high pitched like ringing in mm. my ear. But I think like my ears do funny things sometimes. Yeah. Like I get weird ringing in my ears like yeah while I'm awake and conscious. Sure. And I think it's just probably the same thing happening when like Maybe. I'm falling asleep. So I don't like I've never heard like a bang that wasn't like an actual oh, yeah. like cat like knocking some shit yeah. off like the wall. But it's true. It is. It'll, I mean, it's scary because you have yeah. no idea what it is. Well, your brain's misfiring. We already know it misfires a lot. Yeah, it misfires a lot of things, but <laughs> just yet another thing. Oh, I love you. I'm roasting you hard. I know. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> have some LaCroix. Have need, some seltzer. I need to go look at Baby Yoda and make myself feel better. Oh. oh. I nerded mm-hmm. out yesterday and went to Target. She's such a poser. You are such a poser. <laughs> I saw the cutest, like... It was a, just a sweatshirt, and I'm a slut for a sweatshirt, so I bought it. Celeste was like, it was Star Wars, and she's like, you've never even fucking seen Star yeah. Wars. And I'm like, I'm here for Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm all here for Baby Yoda. the entire world came for Baby Yoda. Like, he's, he's just a gift. Oh, he's very cute. Or he's she. very cute. Could be a she Yoda. Yeah, I don't think we Could know Could be a Yodi. A Yodi or a Yoda. Mm-hmm. I know. Many questions. I need to watch The Mandalorian so I can figure them out. But. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, yeah. let's keep going. Let's. All right. Um, so I guess if we jump back to sleep paralysis. Oh, we're going back. oh sorry. Oh, I interrupted sorry. you. No. Did you have another part of exploding head syndrome? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's called Whoa. something <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Dirty birdie. Dirty birdie. <laughs> no, I just didn't realize. I'm sorry that I cut you off in your sleep paralysis. I should have let you finish it's okay. all your stuff through it. No, we're sorry if this becomes jumbled then. <laughs> um, no, my last kind of uh, part to this was I just looked at what it's referred to in different cultures. like Because oh, this okay. is a worldwide phenomenon. So, obviously. Oh, it's just not Americans? That... No, it's not just us <laughs> that do it. Um, no, this is all across the world. Gotcha. So, for example... In the Chinese culture, um, it's sleep paralysis is usually thought of as a ghost visitation or ghost oppression. Ooh. And it usually requires that person to get assistance from some kind of spiritual worker, like someone, like, okay. I don't know, like, I'm not quite sure what a religious figure might be for that, but yeah. someone who does spiritual work to help them. I gotcha. It's kind of seen as an attack. Okay. Um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you got the succulents on top of you. When the succulents come in, you just don't know. Um, in Germany, it's referred to, and my German is bad, Hexendrukum, or the witch's passing. Ooh. This idea of temporary paralysis. Yeah. In Italian, it's called um, 
Panda Feche. Sorry, that's really bad. <laughs> um, and it's a supernatural being that attacks you when only you sleep on your back. Which links back to this. To that, yeah. About sleeping on your back. So they believe this only happens if you sleep, like, supine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can protect yourself by sleeping face down, obviously. Yep. Um, face down, ass up. <laughs> the way we like to not have sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So, face down, <laughs> with a broom by your door, and sand on your bed. It just sounds no, like a mess to no, me. But no, get that dirt out of works. here. Yeah. No, give me the succulent in the bed. I ain't getting dirt. <laughs> give me baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah, he's cute. I can take it. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of some different, like, interpretations of sleep paralysis across cultures. Interesting. Yeah. And that was all I had. I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> and sorry, y'all. That was... <laughs> gonna go back to this yeah no i think i think we're kind of wrapping up but yeah um i don't have really anything on it just kind of a tidbit that popped into my kind of head yes. talking about dreams and things or dreams that you have of deceased people that oh, you know sure. friends family yeah um you know obviously a lot of people say it's them visiting sure yeah, um i believe that i don't it's just i, I don't really have much on it but just it an is. interesting kind of yeah. thought um and when you kind of dream of somebody alive, maybe yeah. you haven't talked to them in a long time, or then yeah. like something happens to them, or they just give you a phone call, or yeah, it's, it's just weird. weird. It's like a little premonition. It's fucking aliens, man. I always go fucking back to aliens. It's aliens. It's all fucking aliens. <laughs> Fair. I think the, the thing about like seeing deceased people in your dreams, I kind of like to think that, you know, when we sleep, we're the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I tend to think, too, that that's when, like, maybe the veil is the thinnest. Yep. And so maybe that's kind of like the Egyptians thought. Like, maybe it's the best way to communicate to, to the other through. side. Yeah. 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 I think that goes... I know I've told this story before. Um, that was... A, I was in an alternate universe. Right. Like, when I saw Kim. Oh, yeah. That yep. was just such a weird... I think that was Experience. definitely a visitation. Sure. it was very vivid. It was... It was crazy. It was the yeah. craziest thing ever. Absolutely. And it was yeah. just like when I saw my grandmother the mm-hmm. month before my grandfather passed away, and she told me the exact day he would die, and he, and he did, did die <laughs> on that date. Yeah. And it was just the weirdest. Also, um, the chain. Remember the dream you had with BJ? Oh, mm-hmm. That was a, you know, it's I've never really been able to, like, remember if it was a dream. But I kind of leaned towards, like, not dreaming, but, like, maybe being on the other side temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when my grandmother died, my paternal grandmother, mm-hmm. um, I was probably 14 and, um, I remember her coming in that night after she had died to tuck me in like she always did. But what Caitlin's talking about is that she had a chain, like a, a metal chain that she wore her glasses on and it would kind of jingle when she walked. Mm-hmm. And I remember she leaned down to kiss me goodnight. And I remember very distinctly feeling like the cold metal, on my shoulder. That's fucking weird. And like I knew she had passed. Yeah. And like I but it wasn't scary. It was kind of comforting. And yeah. Like I just think it was her way of like saying goodbye. That's um, crazy. But it was a very weird dream slash awake. That's exactly very much so blurred. Fucking weird it to is me. Really like weird. Yeah. Ah, aliens. <laughs> aliens. Always aliens. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I think we were kind of not jumbled, but I think that was kind of a different setup for sure. You know, kind of what we talked about. Um, yeah, I agree. Very interesting. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I do too. And I think um, we learned a lot. You know, I learned things that I didn't know, yeah. and now I got to go out and get my dream doctor degree. So. <laughs> 
we can figure this we out. We can figure this shit out. Stay tuned. Exactly. <laughs> Ghoul Friends episode 744. We, we figured will let it you out. Know. <laughs> it took a minute, but we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Yep. I liked it. Me too. All right. Well, are you about ready to wrap her up? Yeah, it's a little chilly out here. Okay. Well, <laughs> do you have any parting words? Um, Come see me on Facebook. Go see Caitlin on Facebook. <laughs> You can come see me on Instagram. You can see me on everything else. <laughs> well, I have offered the Insta to Caitlin many times, so don't let her lie to you about that. I can't even figure out my own Instagram. So. Well, you can go see Caitlin on Instagram, too, at Caitlin Seymour. So if you want to go see her, you can go You can go see her pictures. Hey. Go see all her food that she makes, because she has got some good food po- like yep. pictures. Um, if you want to see us on Twitter, which I need to be more active on, we are at ghoul underscore friends. And if you want to email us, we are at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So uh, we hope for the meantime that you have sweet dreams, <laughs> that no succulents come to you. And get they are you. made of thee. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Ooh. That was quick. <laughs> All right. Well, sweet dreams, ghoul friends. And remember, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. <laughs>